This is what you thought it wasn't. It's the People's Potluck Podcast, and we're back after a little bit of a hiatus. Your illustrious host, Mr. Pierre Sledge, is back in the building. And today, I'd like to kick off a new segment or a new a new lane, if you will. I got my homeboy Mike with me, and we're going to talk some sports. Say what's up to the people, Mikey. What's up with it? All right. Got my mans. All you LeBron fans, leave the room now. Um, that's where we're going to start with. Um, what better place to start than the man that ruins sports, in my opinion. So recently in the news, we had Rich Paul, his uh, agent, LeBron's super agent. He was on a podcast with uh, Gilbert Arenas's podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Gil's Arena. Gil's Arena. Um, don't go to it. So he was on Gil's Arena. Gil Arenas's podcast, and he was um, he was voicing how. He thought that um, it's disingenuous to look at Michael Jordan as being the the greatest of all time because he didn't have to deal with a, a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. Mike, jump in there. So, <laughs> Rich Paul, he makes this comment. Mm-hmm. And... We- we know anything clutch sports is going to be totally biased. Clutch sports is ran by Rich Paul. It's going to be totally biased mm-hmm. in the favor of LeBron James. For sure. Without question. Mm-hmm. So that, as far as I'm concerned, that shit right there, <laughs> dude, you lose all validity. You open your mouth and say such a thing. And we, we know that you're his number one suck boy. That's what I said. His number one suck boy. Pretty much. Um, I, I find it um I find it funny that this is what like he says that this is something that that, that um kind of is uh, a reason that he should be considered to go. What does this have to do with basketball? What what, what does a twenty four hours news cycle have to do with what happens on the court? Nothing at all. So I will say this. The guy is the goat of one thing, as far as I'm concerned. What's that? This guy took his group of friends and he taught them how to fish. Mm -hmm. And now these guys are multimillionaires. Sure. He did something that I wouldn't have had the foresight to do. I would have did what I believe everyone else was doing what I know what everyone else was doing. Say, hey, yo, you my dude. I'm going to give you money here. I'm going to give you money here. I'm going to give you money here. Mm-hmm. And he changed it. He said, you know what? We all, we're all going to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm here, but please believe me. Y'all won't have to ask me for shit because I got you. And this is what I'm going to do. He is the goat of that. Putting your people on, putting them in the right place to fend for themselves and not have to come to him again. That's what he's the goat of. Like his whole crew, 
Man, that's awesome. And I believe every young athlete that has a crew of guys he grew up with do the same. Teach them all how to fish. And he's taught them how to fish. And he's put them in the lane with the right people to be successful in whatever field they wanted to be in. He's the go to that shit. <clears throat> Sounds great. That's how it. very objective of you. Uh, however, I think Rich Paul is completely off in his in his statements because number one it's a to me the the whole statement itself is a deflection it's a big deflection it it's shocking it, it, yeah it wants you to look at everything he's done outside of the court and on in the community and in church and and what he said to his pastor and all this stuff they don't all this stuff just don't have anything to do with basketball at all and he wants people to consider that when they think about who is the goat it does not matter that LeBron's had pressure and this is the reason why here's why Mike because LeBron James grew up in this he's not a fish out of water he grew up in a Twitter age grew up in Twitter age so he's well adjusted to it so how does this make him oh he has so much more to deal with it's all relative it's all relative uh, Mike Jordan, he had just as much scrutiny, if not more, if not more, because it was all directed. It, it pretty much was all directed at him. There was there's still a whole lot of um, other people to to look at. Um, but. In terms of stars, but Michael Jordan at a certain point was carrying the NBA. I don't think you could say that about LeBron James. No. He's never carried the lead because mm -mm. he hasn't. He's never was placed in a position to carry the lead, right? And when you look at his era, objectively speaking, I'll say this: mm -hmm. when we grew up, when we went to the playgrounds, everybody, when we played in the backyard, everybody was on some Jordan type shit. Yes, from yes, the, we from, were. From the way that we fell down, we would slide at the end, push off and slide at the end. Mm -hmm. Everybody was on some Jordan shit. Yeah. Now today, everyone's on Steph Curry shit. Everyone wants to shoot the deep three and turn around and walk away. Facts. Everyone wants to shoot from the logo. Even LeBron James. <laughs> Even LeBron James try to be on some Chef Curry shit. Yeah. Michael never did that. No, you know, who know, you know what? Let me think about this. Can't stand this guy because he's just a. As much as I try to like him, I cannot because he. But that would be another story for a different day. Zeke never tried to be like Magic. Yeah, Magic never tried to be like Bird. Bird never tried to be like Magic. Jordan never tried to be. These guys were their own bus drivers. Yeah, and said, "I'm gonna do stuff my way." I kind of remember some guys saying I'm magic back on the courts, but for the most part, everybody wanted to be like Mike. It just wasn't a fucking sl a slogan. It was facts. Yeah. And now today, these kids get out here, and the first thing they do as soon as they get on the court is launch a three. Yeah. For sure, and that to me is one of the re one of the things that actually takes away from this luster that LeBron supposedly has. I think. In his own era, he had somebody sh 
shining nearly as bright, nearly as bright as he has. Chef has uh what four championships too? Four championships. Um, he in has a, in a less amount of time. Less amount of time. Two MVPs. Two MVPs. Um, an All Star MVP. All Star MVP. Um, think he even won a three point contest. Not that this matters. But and go I'll ahead, go ahead. Say this for the finals that the Warriors lost. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the reason they lost. Right. The finals that LeBron lost. But be honest, don't look at the numbers. Look at the play. All six. He was the reason why. All six. All six. However. That's bold. Damn right it is. (laughs) However, LeBron is also the goat of this. Manufacturing his fucking numbers. To make it look like, at the end of the day, he's had a good game. He's had a great game. Look at what he did. Like, dude, he's so great that he can say, okay, I'm at 14 points. I need to score another 11, get this rebound, get that assist. Yeah. And now at the end of the day, because we're going to lose. Yeah. They're going to see my stats. Yeah, he definitely pays attention to his stats uh, more so than anybody I've ever seen. Ever seen. Yeah. He don't take shots at the end a lot of times. Because, like, them last-second shots, he don't like to do that. Field goal percentage. Field goal percentage is going to go drop. Down. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he is the GOAT at some things. It's just that he's not a – he could never be the GOAT of the NBA. You can have pressure. some other – some anyone else could say they're the GOAT. He cannot. And I'm, the main reason why he cannot be the GOAT, because GOATs don't quit. They don't. Let, 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 let's keep, let's hold on to that. So let, let's stay on topic here, though. So R- Rich Paul and, and his claim. So so basically he's, he's saying that pressure is the reason that LeBron is uh, uh, the greatest player of all time. He's basically saying pressure. He crumbles under pressure. Yeah, he does. Um, we have seen that. I mean, there's, there's documented footage of this, of him crumbling. But I think it's also important to note that he is something else that I feel like he's the goat of is that um, playing the victim, <sighs> playing the victim. Oh, absolutely. Um, because I've never seen this and, and, and jump in if you correct me if I'm wrong, sir. But I've never in any sport, really, I've never seen such a, a campaign to get another player help. Where does this come from? Where does it come from that that he he needs to be endowed every year with championships and championships? It's like, look, dude, you everybody doesn't win a championship every year, and just because you won some doesn't mean that you are automatically now required or you step into this exclusive group where you're gonna get a championship every year. It's just not how it, how it happens, but he is so hard up and so scared. He, he'll do anything to get it. And that's why he's, he's done the thing. I think that has definitely guided his business decisions. Facts. And I'll say this, his 
the way you win championships matter. Yeah. It's not easy. No. In fact, it's supposed to be hard. <laughs> Every champion, with the exception of Bird and Magic, who was born into basketball royalty, drafted into basketball royalty, mm-hmm. Dr. J had a climb to finally win. Couldn't mm-hmm. stay up, couldn't stay up on top because it's not easy. But he had he had a, a um a hill to climb. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas, as much crap as he talk about how, you know, how Jordan did early on in his playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, Zeke in a five game series in eighty five, you got swept by the Hawks. <laughs> In 86, in a five-game series, you lost 3-2 to two to the Hawks. And then eventually, they started ascending. Yeah, it got over the hump. It got over the hump. Yeah. Jordan got over the hump. Shaq and Kobe yeah. got over the hump. Yeah, this isn't something that's even ex- exclusive to Michael Jordan. Right. Like, there's a process. Mm-hmm. This guy found the cheat code. Right. He said, you know what? And I know people goes, oh no, no, you know, he he's a free agent. He gets to do this. Listen. The way you win matters. Yep. Teaming up, say, hey, I, hey guys, I found the easier way for us to win a championship. Yeah. If we all link up, it may be easier for us to accomplish this and stand on top. Where I come from, that's some sucker shit. Old men in the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. I, I, old I, men in the balcony now. I, yeah, we could be two of the guys from the Muppets. Just replace <laughs> Okay? I mean. We, we the Muppets. Growing up, if I was a dog on my street, and I was, if I went over to the next street, I need to see that dog. Yeah. And then when we went up to the high school to play football, I'm not playing with that dog. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be on your team. Yep. Because you're the best. Allegedly. So I want that work. Um, and I think part of my problem personally with LeBron James is because you got D Wade in the East, you got LeBron in the East, and I saw Jordan versus Dominique all over again. Yeah. In my mind. I saw this yeah. competitive battle between two young guys that were gonna do this for years. And LeBron said, Nope, don't want that. Because it's gonna be it's hard for me. And in order for me to be successful, I got to have <laughs> the number one or number two guard. Yeah, at the in time. the league. Yeah, probably you was. I got was, to have a top five four. Stretch four. Right. In the league. Yeah, I, I would say uh D Wade was a consensus number two. Consensus number two behind Kobe. Behind Kobe. And, and and you're the consensus number one small forward. Consensus number one player in the game. Yeah. And for me, if I am the best player in the world, I don't need your help. Not that kind of help. Yeah. I'm going to get my guys, and we're going to go to work. And going to work is the operative word here. Yeah. You got to put all the work in. And he didn't put all the work in. He found 
a cheat code. And he's been successful using the cheat code. And so is he a goat? Yeah. Taking shortcuts. <laughs> Good point. He's the goat of taking shortcuts. If I mean, there may be people to disagree with me. But again, look at how all of the champions did it. He didn't shook the he didn't shook the um he didn't rattle the cage and and and, and even my dude, little nappy peasy head ass, um, KD said, Oh, that's how you do it? Right. Oh, and he was the first guy to tweet it. When LeBron said, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Oh, everybody want to play with the Heat now? You know, interesting you brought that up. I, I just realized, man, that he wasn't the first one to say that. He wasn't? No. Who was the first? It was Kobe Bean Bryant. Wow. You remember now? I'm I taking do. my talent. I'm skipping the NBA. I'm sorry. I'm skipping college, and I'm taking my talents to the NBA. He was. He said right in front. I think he was in his gymnasium yep, or the hallway or something like that when he yep. did that. I saw that the other day, oh. and I didn't. I completely forgot about that. Oh. Mm. So, he yeah. stole someone else's style. Yeah, he shocking. did. He did. Again, shocking. Mm-hmm. So, I mean. Because now, any you know, you got all these kids saying that now. Everyone says it now. Yep. It's a great catchphrase. But, again, you know, LeBron takes the easy way. He does. And I'm sorry, people. Facts are facts are facts are facts. I'm not sorry. Like he's the, you know, he's the, you know, he's a pass first guy. He's this, he's that. He's the number one fucking score in the history of the NBA. He's not a pass first guy. You're right. Right. He's a pass first guy when shit get critical and he doesn't want that pressure. That's what I was going to ask. So you, you feel like he's, you feel like, He's basically just run from the pressure. He does instead of dealing dealing with it. He's he's uh, making it less for him in yeah. a, in, in a competitive realm. Right now, I will say this: there's been times he's taken the last shots. Mm-hmm. There's been times he made the he last made shot. Him, yeah, but oh, excuse me. However, um, with that being said, his natural. From what I've seen through these going on 21 plus years, there's a lot of hoeing because he cowered out. He cowers out a lot. Yeah. You tell me what goat has ever been pushed. And I'm going to say he in the the league, but he a ham and egger. Kyle Kuzma. What's a ham and egger? (laughs) To me. But just period. Right? There, there's okay. a lot of people who may okay. not have heard this term. A ham and egger. I've heard it from you yeah. for years. A ham and egger. He, he's a guy that's on the team, but you could take him or leave him. <laughs> that's a fucking ham and egger. Okay. And, and I respectfully I'm call a ham and egg, <laughs> I respectfully call this guy a ham and egger because when I saw what he did, he gained respect for me for the rest of his fucking career. And that's Kyle Kuzma. Right. LeBron wasn't where he was supposed to be on defense. And he ran from his spot and shoved his ass to go close out on yeah. defense. I never seen anything like that. I've never seen such a thing. Yeah. That's not GOAT status. Yeah. And because he knew he was wrong, he didn't even get mad at Kuz. Right. 
But you know what did happen after that season? Cool's ass was in Washington. Right. He got him to fuck up out of there. All right. Let's stay on topic. Let's stay on topic, though. So, okay. I want to go back around. So, pressure. Pressure is the is the theme here. Do you feel like if LeBron, if he, let's say he, he makes different decisions and he just fails, do you feel that he is, he's less admonished by the public than he is now? Because to me, it just seems like as more time is going on, people are starting to hate him more and more because I feel like they can see there are more YouTube channels that are coming out that are exposing stuff. And I think as time goes on, you can you they're starting to see this stuff. But do you think he would have he would have suffered the wrath if he if he would have because I think he was so shook by people saying, I mean, when you come into the league and you have a tattoo of chosen one on your back and then you get you get people to call you king. Yeah, I, I, I can see a, a level of uh, mega megalomania that goes with that or narcissism that goes with that. Oh, and it can certain. probably get to your head. But um, I, I would say he 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 was using his own supply. But. Do you feel like had he not done this, he he would have been spared some? Absolutely. Yeah. He created this monster. That's what I felt like. He created this. Yep. Him and his handlers. Him and his handlers. And his handlers are, yo, they're everywhere. Yeah. This guy is the king of changing the narrative because he, again, cowards and buckles under pressure. Guess what, man? Everybody can't win a championship. Everybody can't win a championship. You can't, everyone can't. Go 72 and 10, 73 and 9. Reggie Miller, Kevin Johnson. Kevin Johnson, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Um, Patrick Ewing. Yep. Charles Oakley. You got it. You know what I mean? Um, Heavyweights. Dude, it's not, it's not a McGrady. knock on you if you don't win a championship. It isn't. Nope. It isn't. And I felt like he got so caught up in I got to do this. I got to do this. I have to find an easier way to do it because this pressure is breaking my ass. Yeah. It's breaking me. Yeah. I I feel like because I can't put any player up to that because everybody don't come in the league with the same fanfare. But let's 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 take somebody like Allen Iverson. How does he how does he escape all this? Because. He is he was a heavyweight player and he did a lot in the league. He didn't win the championship and you just don't hear about this nonsense like you, you don't hear about him being well, he ain't win no championship so he's less respected. They love they him. They love him cuz he competed against the big dog. He competed. He competed and he didn't cheat it. the game. Like, he did not cheat the game. And you know, he's quick to say, well, when you say I never cheated the game. Right. Motherfucker, you cheated the game. <laughs> right. It's really simple. He tried, you cheated it. So you tried to get out in front. You get out in front. You tried to get out in front. I never cheated the game. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. No one ever said Nobody that. Nobody said you. that. So why are you bringing this up? Because, motherfucker, you did it. Right. I mean, he cheated the game. And he's he always sets up an excuse 
for his fucking failures. Hold up, but before you <laughs> go there, sorry. I know where you're going. You, I know, you know where you're going. You know. Hold up. Ah, ah, know. my arm. No, let's not do it. Let's not do it. Let's not do it. Okay, stay on, stay on topic. Um, okay, so so go. It, so it's clear you, you will get from the two of us that we, while we're failing, I guess, at being objective. I am. Fuck that. We're being honest. We're being honest, right? We're just being honest, Fuck man. Objectivity and look, it's being honest. The two of us are as competitive as they come, and that's the thing. That's what I'm seeing. This different about not only LeBron James to his defense, but it's 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 all these young men now. So for yeah. him to get, to get in the position to do this, it kind of had to be set up to some degree. And when you the fact that he was able to get Dwayne Wade and Chris Boss to do it blows my mind i would have been like nah i'm good i'm not running so, with so you if, if it's if it's you and i yeah and and i got a ring before you and you be like yo let's team up no nigga because i got one before you i wanted one i want to one up you i'm not doing it i, I want to one up you just wouldn't do it man so at the end of the day i can say i have one you have zero because it's about competing yeah like that's, you know, as my man Herm, it was was it. That's why we play the, the game, game to compete, and you're 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 so because of the pressure again. Right, the pressure is what made him say, "Hey guys, listen." Pressure that he created. That he created, and I if, from what's his number? What was his number coming into the league? Jersey number? Yeah. 23. And why'd he wear said number? Because he wanted to be like, want to look like, want to dress like, want to act like. Creating pressure. Creating Your own pressure. pressure. You didn't have to pick that number. He could have chose a single digit. Could have chose the six right off the rip. Could have chose 32. But hey, and yeah. like he's never, I'll say this, in his defense, and I hate defending this dude, he never said that, hey, I didn't like Michael Jordan. Like that group of those group of guys loved Michael Jordan. Nope, he didn't at first, but then he put his foot in his mouth and later on said that I'm chasing that I'm chasing a ghost. I'm chasing a ghost. Dude, I when you say stuff like that, people are gonna hold your feet to the fire on stuff like they're gonna compare you to him. You're comparing yourself to him. But they hold his feet to that, but there's well. Hmm. Again, again, his his machine has got mm. has quieted people, yeah, um, for sure, to a lot of degree. Because when he first did what he did, the decision you mean the decision, mm-hmm. there were so many NBA players from the past was like, what? Yeah, he did. What? Are you serious? And now they've lightened their stance. Now, why would you lighten your stance? Some may say, oh, they just changed their minds. We don't change our minds. Competitors don't change their minds like that. Man, they really don't. Is that what we do? We're- I remember it was it was it was Isaiah Thomas. He was he was a big uh he, he might not, as well not, coined the phrase bus rider. Right. Bus driver, excuse me. Yeah. He was the first person I heard say, if I'm the bus driver, man, I ain't getting on nobody's bus. Not so much now. They never said, they never came at him in a, in a way that was uh, um, reckless. 
They, no. They, they, yeah, they, it's, no. It's basically someone stuck a mic in their faces and they responded to it. So, they, you know, it was Isaiah Thomas. It was Charles Barkley. Of course, he was on TV. It was Michael Jordan, wherever they could find him. Yeah. They, they had <laughs> they they asked him. Uh, Larry Bird, same thing. Magic Johnson. Yeah, they asked them all. And all of them said, I mean, it was a consensus. It was like, well, I wouldn't do it. And then even some did go to another level and say stuff like, well, yeah, it does kind of look this way or whatever. And and all this time, 21 years later, the first time I heard someone speak out again was this past week. And it was John Stockton, who, again, he wasn't just going on Twitter or something and saying, oh, LeBron's a hoe. Right. He was on some podcast. You know, everybody's on a podcast these days. We're on a podcast. Thank you very much. But everybody's on a podcast. They asked uh, John, Johnny Stockton, uh, did he how he felt about LeBron? Uh, uh, what did they say? Uh, uh, manipulating things. I think that was the word they used. Manipulation. And he said, well, it appears, he said, it does appear that he's done that. And he said, well, I don't like it, but, you know, and he, he kept it basically to uh, um, a level of being uh, an alleged, an alleged yes. faux pas, if you yes. will. Whereas we don't, we, we just think it is, he's, he's done this. He's, we, we call it as we see it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's done these crimes. And, and in our opinion, he has ruined are he's basically taken sports out of our age and start to put it into another age that isn't necessarily better. I'm all for change if it's for the better. I there's plenty of changes that I go through. There's plenty of changes that I accept. Right. All change isn't good change. And I don't care what anyone says. And I think the numbers show prove this that um the NBA is not better. It is not better, and they 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 want to spew this nonsense. But the 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 Nielsen ratings don't don't prove this. No, they do not prove it, and they they've uh they've talked about this extensively. But they keep saying the same thing every year. Like the the NBA is in good hands, and blah blah blah. And it's like, is it really? Is it really when you got dudes, your best players out there flopping around like fish, guppies out of out of a damn fish you bowl, know, that fish tank? <laughs> like to me, if if. <laughs> If you're gonna Your flop, best players. if you're gonna flop, I think you should be disqualified from the game. I'm sorry, like you know, and and, and he was not. LeBron was not the first person to flop. Vladi, Vladi D. Oh, he was horrible. Yeah, he, was, he was the first one but, I can think of. But he was not ever, ever considered somebody's the best player. goat. Not the even in one. his from, not from even his country, his own country, Yugoslavia. Not even in Yugoslavia. <laughs> did they think he was the best player? Was, did they NBA? think he was the best? And no if way. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they thought it was Drazen Petrovic. 